There we go. Got it. Oh, he's dead. Jackie, this this Patreon of death challenge is no fucking joke, huh? You are not fucking lying. God, this pagoda. What is it? Five stories? Five stories. About five stories. It's five stories. We've already been through two. I know. I mean, three if you count the shops on the first floor. (laughs) Naturally, and I'm going back. Yeah. I am getting one of those little things that you put in the water and they grow bigger. Yes, and I'm going to that Chipotle. Yeah, well, obviously, we've earned it. (sighs) Anyway, okay, so those first two levels were pretty tough. We've got three more to go. How many people did we kill? Scores. You snapped so many necks. I know. You do that thing where you go behind them and then just, like, with the tips of your fingers, like, snap their neck. Yeah, I've perfected it. You're good at it. Thank you. It's very light hand. That's like the key is a light hand. (laughs) Just a little light touch. Yeah. They don't expect you coming and then they're gone. Well, it's an honor to watch you fight and to fight alongside with you. You have been amazing. Your roundhouse kick. I've seen heads get lobbed off by it. I'm impressed. Thank you. The power. They have to be um, sitting crisscross applesauce on the ground, but I can still do it. (laughs) You you know, well, you're very good at tricking them into getting them to sit down. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I guess we'll go up to the next floor because we, we have to finish this at some point. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, stairs. This is the hardest part, honestly, these goddamn stairs. I know. Okay. Okay. We're about, okay. We're about to go in there. Just like, give me a minute. Okay. All right. And who is this one? This one is, uh, this level they're calling it. What, what are they calling it up here? Temple of the Tiger. Rare. Oh, fine. All right. Who's in this one? I think it's that. I think it's uh maybe back and call. Back and call. I am not looking forward to this fight. This one's going to be t- difficult. It's going to be t- difficult. T- t- difficult. <laughs> to say the least. I've heard about back and call. I heard that they can uh, snap your ears off with just the backside of their knees. That's impressive. Yes. You know the fine motor skill you need in the back of your knees to be able to, like, grab someone's ears, let alone rip them off? Can't even imagine. And I need my ears, so we really have to be on point for this one, okay? You ready? Yes. High five me. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, you- (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ready! Cracking call! Prepare to die! Get him, Jackie! Get him! Get him! Take that! Dead, done, awesome. <laughs> that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no, that wasn't too, that wasn't too bad. I guess we should probably go up to the next one. I uh, these stairs. Okay, here they're, we go. They're going to make us fight to the death. They might as well put in an elevator. Like, can you give us a little bit of a leg up here? Whatever. Okay, let's go up the yeah, stairs. Yeah, accessibility. Hello. Oh, right. Rude. Here okay. we go. Ready. Rude. I oh. will be writing a letter. All let's right. Let's go. Come on. Enough stalling. All right, so this one, uh, Temple of the Dragon. Great. Love dragons. God okay. damn it. God damn it. All right, who's on this one? Please don't let that mean there's fire. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I think, okay, what does the sign says? It says it's the Temple of the Dragon. Okay, well, and it's for Austin M. Austin um, I am not excited about this. No, you know what? I'm starting to get pissed, so I'm ready. Austin M. eats people. Not this person. Fair enough. I'm going to eat them. All right, I'll eat them too. Okay, cruel. I'll eat them Krull. too. Cruel. Krill. <laughs> Austin M. Prepare to die! Suck one! Get it! Get it! Come get some! 
one was even easier than the last one. Mm-hmm. But we are almost to the top. This has to be the 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 big dog. The big one. Should we head up there? Yeah, I think this is the yearly. I think we got to right. do it. Excuse me. Could you wrap up um, Austin M so we can eat him? Yeah, please. Thank you. Just a little bit. I don't need a big box. Just a small box is fine. Thank you. I'll take whatever she doesn't take. Yeah, right. The rest of them. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Hurry! Oh, oh my God. That was the hardest part about the Jesus. That was a mistake. Oh, wow. Okay, well, hold on now. We need a second. All right, so this one is the <sighs> Temple of the Unknown. That sounds even scarier than the last two. It sounds lazy. <laughs> they just, yeah, they gave up. Yeah. They gave up. They were like, you know what? No one's going to make it this far. Just call it, I don't know, the Unknown. Tiger, dragon, I don't know. Just a big question mark. <laughs> just put it in there. Ugh, all right. Who is this? This is our, this is the yearly that we have to fight. And this is. No. No. <laughs> That's, it can't be. It, it is. I, I know. I don't even want to say their name. It's Hunter, Hunter E. Fuck. I've heard a lot about this person. He oh. literally hunts. E's. E's. All of them. If you have a sign that has an E in it, say goodbye. Goodbye. And then he uses all of the E's to disembowel his prey. I knew it. I'm so keep uh, keep an eye on your bowels. <laughs> I always do. Okay. All right. right. Okay, Jackie, let's do this. Are you ready? We can fucking do this. We're badasses. We just killed them. Scores, hundreds of people. I know. We can do this. All of those stairs. Uh, The stairs. Okay. We can do this. Okay, ready? Hunter! We're coming for you! Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. Hello, Amy. <laughs> Hello, Jackie. What are you eating? I'm eating an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Yum, 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 yum. Yes. Yum, 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 yum. It's right. It is summertime. It's the perfect time for ice cream cones. It is. Yeah. I mean, ice cream is good all the time. That's true. All the time. Um, <laughs> Forever always. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Great. I'm doing good. Just chilling, hanging out. Yeah. So we are recording this uh, before we record Meet the Propaniacs. Excellent point. Right. So everyone, please keep in mind that we haven't even recorded that yet. So we assume it went amazingly well because Ama Marfo is incredible and wonderful. And I can't wait to record with her. And I'm assuming that episode is probably one of our best because she's awesome. Yeah. You'll probably hear more about it in the next episode, which we'll record after we record that one. (laughs) Right. So hopefully you followed that. If not, too bad. (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) And shut up. I don't want to hear anything about it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, Jackie, but I am, I'm really excited to record this one. I'm excited and seeing how excited you were got me so pumped. I. It's a good one. Yes. I didn't realize how much I love this episode. Also, you know, so I was talking to some people on our discord, by the way, if you join our Patreon, you'll have access to a special Patreon discord where we all chat. Mm -hmm. So 
I was talking to some people on there. They mentioned Nancy boys. And I was saying, you know, I, I'm realizing that a lot of my, some of my favorite episodes involve Nancy. Yeah. Whether she's the main character, like the main, you know, person in it, or even if she's just a catalyst, like uh, Suge Knight, uh, the one where Hank is having like yeah. sexy dreams about Nancy. Yeah. Which it's not really about Nancy, but. You know, just even that one's one of my favorites. Um, I really love Nancy Does Dallas, I think, is the one where she gets, like, the promotion. She turns into an alcoholic monster. <laughs> Nancy really is great. She, yeah. I love I love that that, like, her whole thing is, um, she's just not, like, a, a, you know, kind of boring, mm-hmm. disapproving, traditional cartoon wife. Mm-hmm. She has her own really odd quirks as odd, and, and it maybe makes her seem more normal because she's married to Dale, who's so crazy. (laughs) True. But when you really like take a look at her and you see like how quirky and weird she is Mm -hmm. and it rarely highlighted. Yeah. But it is really good. Yeah. So I am pretty stoked about this one because so, okay. So not only is it a great episode because there's just a lot of funny moments, there's also a lot of Touching moments. Yeah. Um, we we really get to see Nancy as somebody other than Dale's wife who's cheating on him. We get to see Dale other than, you know, not just totally insane conspiracy theorist. He's yeah. actually sweet and charming. Yeah. Uh, we see John Redcorn, not not just the the boy toy, the side piece. He's like complicated and he's this is really setting him up for his like whole story where he's trying to get his land back. Um, it's a very complex situation and mm-hmm. there. I've always loved the three of them as a thruple. Yeah. And dynamics shift a little bit, but I just love that there are so many stories that involve the three of them. Yep. They're my three musketeers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I've established that I'm excited. You're excited. I'm also excited. Yeah. Great. Okay. So before we get into this episode, allow us to do our shout outs real quick. Stick around. Don't push forward because it might be you. Don't push forward. Don't push. It might be you. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start because I'm ready. We got another email. Okay. We got another email. And this one is from Sarah H. And it says, I tell you how what? Hello, Jackie and Amy. I started listening to your podcast during the pandemic, and I have finally caught up. I am currently studying to take my bar exam Okay. later this month, and I wanted to let you know that your podcast has been my guilty treat that keeps me going through the long days. I love listening to you guys in the morning before I start studying, and then later in the day when I take a break for lunch or dinner. My husband doesn't understand my obsession with watching King of the Hill over and over, but like Amy, I hate movies and love love my comfort shows. Yes, Yes. thank you. You guys have become one of my comforts. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. I understand the importance and the the severity of that. It's (laughs) very important. So thank you. Uh, But for seriousness, I love nothing more than hearing two empowering women talk about King of the Hill. Also, your friendship has totally inspired me since I had to leave a very close friend behind after I moved home from law school. I love hearing long distance friends stay together. Oh stay God. strong, ladies. Sarah G. Oh my God. I know. Thank you. Thank you. You're our uh, you, uh, uh, long distance friendships. My God. I, I can't believe you moved here, Amy. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've been long distance for so long. So long. Oh, but those close friendships are just so important. 
Right. And, and, you know, you can lose touch. You can, you know, not talk for a little while. But, you know, if you make a little bit of effort, because we were doing like Zoom hangouts every once in a while. It wasn't all the time, but we no. would- we never spoke. <laughs> that is not true, and you know it. If you've forgotten those, I will be so mad at you. Listen, no, I haven't. <laughs> but we are not super phone people, right. you know? Like, uh, right. we have friends that will talk weekly, no matter where you're le- leaving, living. But uh, we rarely got on the phone with each other. We communicated in other ways, for sure, but mm-hmm. we just, like didn't do that and when we did it would be like eight hour conversations yes <laughs> which made it so daunting it's like, i want to talk to amy but i don't have eight hours <laughs> i know i know it's true so anyway you can still catch up with your friends and i know that it can be difficult to follow through with those especially if you have eight hour long combos but it is worth it and so we feel your pain and yeah Lots of love to you and your friend, Sheila, or whatever her name was. And good luck on your uh, bar exam. What was her friend's name? I don't think she even put her friend's name. Well, good luck to you and (laughs) Sheila. (laughs) All right. So that's my shout out. That's a really good one. Isn't that? Okay. I'm almost done with this ice cream cone. Bear with me. You better just eat it because you're going to drive people insane. I'm sorry. I worked all day (laughs) and I'm starving. Okay. Eat it. I am. My shout out this week is from the voicemail. We've Yay. gotten some new voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> I love the voicemail. I love the, I know, I love the voicemails. You can leave your very own voicemail. Just call us at 386-530-3876. Bing! And so I only read the transcription, but uh, I haven't listened to it yet. So here it is, a voicemail. I like them for a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like them for a hamburger. Whoever you are, you did a really good job. That's only three seconds I'm long. Play it again. I like them for a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Really so good. we don't know who you are, because uh, that's all your message said. Your uh, um, area code is 423, and you left this voicemail on June 22nd. So shout out to you, whoever I, you are. Is 423? I think that's Tennessee. My mom has that area oh, code. okay. I was like, what? I think it's Tennessee. I'm not Some sure. kind of area code savant. I would actually, I was thinking about that. I want to try and learn all the area codes. Everywhere in the entire country. That's right. How many are there? A million. Just continental U.S., right? No. Hawaii what? and Alaska included. You're crazy. <laughs> Real quick. How many <laughs> uh, area? There are 317 geographic area codes in the U.S. And, oh, and an additional 18 non-geographic area codes, totaling 335 U.S. area codes. That's not that many. I thought it would be more. I thought thought it it was going to be millions. I thought it was going to be millions. I feel like everybody has their own special area code. Okay. All right. I'm going to try and learn that. No, I'm not. But I I do know Tennessee. I believe you can. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Oh, also, on the note of the voicemails, I just, we had a comment from someone. They said, I've always wanted to leave a voicemail, but I'm too, like, scared that, you know, I'm going to be recognized somehow. It wasn't something like, oh, I'm afraid of people knowing it's me. I think they just were like nervous about actually leaving it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, just do it. We, we, 
will not answer it. It doesn't even ring. We will not answer it. We won't know who you are if you don't give us your name. Uh, we're not, I mean, you feel free to say whatever you want, you know. And I would love, if you like, to distort your voice and make it sound yeah. really wild. Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. You can do. You can leave whatever you want on the voicemail and we will not know who you are. So don't worry about it. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Just go for it. And hey, if you decide, like, I didn't like that, please don't play it on the podcast. You could always call us right back and be like, I just left a message. Please don't play it. And we'll be like, damn, we have to respect that, even though we don't want to. Right. Which we will. I mean, we've had people leave, like, three voicemails, and they'll be like, those last two were terrible. Please let me redo it. Yes. (laughs) And and we said, oh, and we're like, sure. No problem. That's what we said. We said it to ourselves after we listened. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, shout out's done, right? Thin. Great. Are we doing this? We're getting to the episode already? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I'm a little bit nervous. This is a biggity, wiggity, 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 wiggity. You got it. Okay. We just, um, we, thank God we figured out before we recorded that it's Nancy boys, not Nancy's boys with a possessive S. Right. Which I always thought it was. Me. Well, I did for a while too. Ding dong, ding ding ding. ding. Okay. Here we go. Nancy boys, season four, episode 21. Pay me a picture. Air date! April 30th, 2000. Hank is doing some sort of propane tank inspection at a very fancy ristorante called That's Amore. He notices that there's some sort of like little leak and he's like, oh shit, I need to go ahead and warn somebody about this. So he, he goes into the kitchen area. He walks into the back room, the kitchen area, and he's like kind of calling out like, this is Hank Hill, uh, Strickland propane. You got a little bit of a leak, blah, blah, blah. And he hears somebody kind of like banging on a freezer door, like one of those big kitchen freezers. Somebody's just banging on it like, help, help. I don't think Hank realizes that they're saying help. So he just opens it and he's like, hey, uh, so just listen, you have a leak. And the guy is clearly freezing his ass off. He like grabs a tablecloth, wraps it around him, and he's just shivering. He's screaming. You saved my life. Yeah, he's like, you saved my life. And Hank's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, a leaky whatever valve is not, it's not life-threatening, but yeah, yeah, it's a waste problem. He's like, no, I dropped a bottle of ragu, which I... Uh, I love that. Yeah. What a great little thing that they threw in there because everybody knows ragu is the worst. It's a nice little fuck you to Italians. Right. <laughs> and it's like it's supposed to be like the fanciest, most romantic uh, yeah. <laughs> place in Ireland, and they were using ragu. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I know. So he's like, I'm so thankful you saved my life. Come back. You get free dinner and drinks for four. Okay. Hank's like, great. Four. four. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> he could have just said for two. No, well, he did say for two. And then he was like, oh, well, shit, you saved right. my life. Let's make it four. four. That's You're absolutely four. right. I can't believe I forgot that. So Hank is, uh, he's telling Peggy and Bobby all about his day and how wild it was. And Peggy at first is like, oh my God, you could have been killed. You don't know who was in there. <laughs> which, is a, which is a very cool. Like, don't ever save anybody in a freezer. You don't know what's in there. <laughs> no, you have no idea. <laughs> uh, so she changes her tune when she finds out that there's free dinner involved at, like, the most romantic restaurant in Arlen. Mm-hmm. And Bobby, I think Bobby says, like, well, who are you going to take? And Hank's like, well, it's for four, so I think I'm going to take Bill and Dale and Boomhauer. What? <laughs> and Peggy's like, uh, no. No, you're not. You are not taking them to a romantic eatery. 
we're going and we'll invite another couple. And Hank's like, oh, okay, yeah, duh, that makes sense. So he's, again, he's telling all the guys about the story and, you know, he's like, so they gave me, you know, four free dinners and they all just start celebrating like, yay, we're all going to go to a romantic, yeah. Bill's like, we're going to have a romantic dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and Hank's like, well, no, sorry, you know, Peggy wants us to go with just another couple. And everybody kind of like hangs their head, they're like, oh, damn it. And it takes Dale a couple of minutes, but he perks up and he's like, wait a second. I have a wife. Yeah. <laughs> that one woman who lives with me. She's technically my wife. We can go. We're a couple. And he starts dancing around like, I'm going to have a fancy meal. <laughs> Hank's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, Dale immediately, he goes home to inform Nancy about this. And he interrupts one of hers and John Redcorn's healing sessions. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. In the home. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this for 14 years. They know what they're doing. They have no fear anymore. No. None. Yeah. So Dale, you know, knocks on the door. He's like, hey, it's Dale. Can I chat with you real quick? And you hear like pants being zipped and Nancy moving. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The pants are being zipped and they're like, so Nancy's hair is all tousled and clearly she's been getting it. But I love, again, this is also very clear evidence that John Redcorn always keeps his shirt and vest on. Oh, that's right, because he even says in one of one episode in Suge Knight, when Hanks reveals to him that it's Nancy in his like dirty dream, and he was just like, You want my vest? Nancy used to like it when I kept it on. Oh. So that makes sense. So yes, he does keep his vest and shirt on. <laughs> Imagine him just butt naked with just his vest. Oh no, he's wearing a t-shirt and a vest. How do you know? Did he say she wants me to keep my t-shirt and vest on? I assume the t-shirt because like, what is he going to do? He's going to take his vest off, put the shirt back on, put his vest back on and his tight ass white pants. No, no. If they're doing it and they're trying to like not be caught. Like Winnie the Pooh, he has a t-shirt on (laughs) the bottom. Yes, he's Winnie the Poohing it. All right, I guess that's our official stance. He wears a t-shirt and a vest. Maybe not when every he bones. Time. Maybe not every time, but maybe when Dale is in the house. If you feel differently, feel free to let us know. <laughs> I also I also want to say he keeps his socks on. If he's wearing socks. John Redcorn? Yeah. No. Hank wears his socks for sure. Definitely. Hank probably wears his underwear too. Yes. I think we've, we've definitely said that. Yeah. He pushes it through. And I think... I think uh, Peggy still wears her brassiere. God, I really, I really hope not. I, I, of course, I hope she doesn't. <laughs> but I bet she does. Mm. Okay, anyway. So Dale interrupts the quote unquote healing session. And he says, hey, you know, the, uh, we've got free tickets to That's Amore. We're going to go get some food. And Nancy immediately is like, no, sorry, Saturday is a healing session with John Redcorn and I am unavailable. And John Redcorn's like, well, actually, maybe, maybe you should go. And she's like, what? Immediately, like, take it back. Like, no, 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 no. That's one of my healing sessions with you. Just forgets Dale's even there. Yeah, they, they tow the line so close. And he's just like, she's like, what did I do? Did I upset you? Are you mad at me? Why don't you want to? Heal me. And he's like, no, no, I love healing you. But I've been doing it three to five times a week for the last 14 years. I need a day off. No shit, you need a day My off. My God, Nancy, take a day off. Could you 
Could you imagine fucking someone three to five days a week for 14 years solid? By appointment? By appointment. Every single one? (laughs) I would just, I'm, too much. Too much. Too much. Uh, And Dale's just standing there watching this whole conversation. Right, right. And she's like out, she's in her towel, her hair is all tousled and they're like really getting into this kind of argument, whatever. They're having a lover spat right, right in front of him. And he is just completely oblivious. He's yep. like, well, sounds like you're free then. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and she's just like, whatever. I don't even care. Do whatever you want. And like, and storms off to the bathroom and slams the door. And Dale's like, great. I'll let him know we're going. Meanwhile, Hank is back at home talking to Peggy. And he's like, guess who's coming with us? And she is like, <laughs> Dale and Nancy. And he's like, she already told you. And she's like, what? What the fuck, Hank? I was joking. Oh my God. But Peggy, who else would you have invited? You guys don't have any other friends. Yeah. I I don't, Min and Khan, you guys hate each other. Yeah. There's no one else. There's no one else. So yeah, Nancy and Dale. And she, you know, she starts saying, she's like, listen, they're not even a real couple. Like she only (laughs) sleeps with him on his birthday and like Christmas. And that's why she's so depressed around the the holidays. holidays. That explains it. And I love it. Hank says, I didn't mean to invite him. I wouldn't have even brought it up if I had remembered for a second that they were married. <laughs> Why would he even bring it up to his friends, though? Like, uh, well, because he saved somebody's life. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, I saved somebody's life and I got some free meals out of it. I feel like he could have easily told that story. I saved someone's life and then just been like, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But who else would they invite? Who else would they invite? So... We, we see everybody. They're all at the restaurant. Everybody looks great. Peggy looks really good. Yeah. And Nancy looks really good. I think Peggy's wearing like a red dress. I think so. Nancy's wearing a purple one. Like they look great. Guys look good. And Oh, and, and Dale's wearing that fabulous beret. Yes. A beret. You know, I, I'm telling you, this episode, I was like, all right, I can kind of see why people would bang Dale instead of Bill. <laughs> because... He can be really charming and like he's good with compliments and I mean, like, okay, he's a good dancer. That's true. It really makes, uh, I mean, it's, he's such, he's such a golem. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a creepy little smeagol. He is. And and you're like, how did Nancy ever marry this guy? But when they first started dating, she wasn't cheating on him. And he must have been, uh, things must have been so much more stable. And he must have been so much more secure and charming. And Mm -hmm. as she drifted away and he became more isolated, he just got crazier and crazy. I'm sure he was always crazy, but I could see... In this episode, it's like the first time where I was just like, oh, they really do like vibe. They're not strangers living in a house together. Right. And he, you know, I don't know. I just, I like it when partners like compliment each other still, even, you know, and he's just like, even though like, damn, her ass looks so good walking away. It's a shame she's going to turn back around. I'm just kind of like, ooh, Dale. I know. I like that. And, you know, he does this whole he does like this great dance with her. He puts like a rose in her mouth, dips her, and is just like, uh, yeah, congratulations on, you know, kind of an accurate percentage of weather. And she's like, oh my God, you watch the thing? And he, the, like our news, and he's like, yeah, I kind of got a thing on the weather girl. I got a thing for the weather girl. Yeah. How charming are I, you? I know. I was like, oh shit. Okay, I get it. I can get it. Like, absolutely. I get why 
Dale and Nancy would be together. And it works on Nancy, too. At first, she's depressed as shit. She, try call, she tries calling John Redcorn. He doesn't answer. So she's just like, God damn it. She's drinking, like, some wine by herself. And he comes up to her and, like, which I also love this. So it's kind of being like, hey, do you come here often? Like, hey. Pretend, very cool. Very cool. Pretending like you don't know each other. Yeah. I think that's pretty hot, too. I want to, like, fl- I want to pick you up. I love it. Yeah. And let's have this little tango back and forth where we, like, flirt. And yeah. then, obviously, we fuck. But, you know. They are vibing so hard. Yeah. You would think that they would be like, what have you been up to? <laughs> so. <laughs> Did you remember to pay the electric bill? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. The night ends, they have a really great time together. They are back at their house and Nancy's Nancy's like, I had a really great time with you, Dale. And he's like, yeah, me too. All right, good night. And he's about to go down to the basement and Nancy's just like, and I always think of this, the way she says Dale, I always think of it when I think of Nancy. She's just like, Dale. <laughs> it's like the sexy, like, hey, get over here. And she just like, Starts, they start making out and they like go into the bedroom and Dale has a cigarette and then they bone. And I know you see it cuts to like him smoking and you're yeah. like, oh, they just finished. And then <laughs> yeah. it pans out and they're still dressed and he's like finishing his cigarette and he puts it out and he's like, all right, I'm ready now. Yeah, I know. Gross. It, it is gross. But I do like that scene because then you see him like they're like undoing ties and shirts and like they're about to get it. Yeah. Love it. Anyway. Okay. So. Cut to the next morning. Nancy wakes up and she goes, she's like holding Dale, but she realizes this arm is a noodle. It is she's like, small. Why am I holding like a biology classroom skeleton <laughs> instead of my John Redcorn. What is this? What is this? Where's any muscle mass whatsoever? Yeah, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this. And she's like, oh fuck. So she was, she was clearly, she was a little bit drunk. But, and it was like in the heat of the moment and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I just slept with my husband. I've made a huge mistake. (laughs) So he ends up, you know, Dale leaves and she's feeling really, really guilty. And she like rips all her sheets off her bed and starts washing them because she feels so bad. I mean, she doesn't feel this guilty with Dale. John Redcorn? Like, like with Dale, like cheating on Dale. Oh, right. Well, right. Because John Redcorn is her primary partner. It's not Dale. Primary partner. We've never said it out loud, but it's yeah, true, it right? It is true. Even though she lives with Dale, she, and is married to him, she has a child with John Red. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Primary partner. Yeah. Not side thing. No. Yeah. And we've always called him that. I mean, it, that's, how, that's how he's presented. That's how it's presented. Yeah. But no, because in this episode, like, so right after she's, she's washing all the sheets, she's like hanging them up on the line to dry. Peggy comes out and she's like, hey, you're up early. And so am I. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool, Peggy. Anyway, and she like sees Nancy's face and she's just like, what happened? And she's like, I slept with Dale. And Pe- Peggy's just like, oh, we forgot his birthday. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> but this is, I'm saying this because like when you were saying, you know, we've never said that it was like primary partner. It was always side, side piece, side guy. Um. But this is where she's just like 14 years with John Redcorn and I throw it all away for one night of reckless passion. 14 years with him. Like that is her main person. Three to four times a week. Three to five times a week. She must see him more than Dale. 
Especially oh, oh, absolutely. Since, since they sleep in different... They sleep in different rooms. She works full time. He works uh, sometimes. Sometimes. But he also is in the basement all the time. Yeah. Just going crazy. Yep. Just losing it. Wow. Breed, breeding show turtles. <laughs> so, so that, this is where we really have realized, yeah, okay, that is her main, her main man. Um, John Redcorn makes sense. Anyway, Peggy tries to like encourage Nancy to be with John or be with Dale. She's just like, look, I know you don't really like monogamy, but I'm for it. Yeah. And I love it because Nancy's just like, look, it might work for you and Hank, but it does not work for me and John Redcorn and Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. It does make me question, why doesn't she just leave Dale? Why, why does she put that wall up then? Because I, I think in my mind, I was just like, well, Dale's her husband and, and, and this is her side thing. But I think John Redcorn is, that's her primary partner. She has a child with him. What is preventing her from, is it out of love for Dale or is it because she's afraid to get too close to John Redcorn for some reason? Maybe this is just because it works really well for her, like for them. Like she doesn't have to go through a divorce. She doesn't have to go through the trauma of her son knowing that, at least not at this point, knowing that Dale is not actually his biological father. That's true. I, I, it's this is, this is easy. Yeah. It's so easy for her to just continue with this relationship. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So Dale comes home from work and he's just like, Hey baby, miss me. And Nancy's back to just being like, when are, when are you leaving for the gun club? John Redcorn's coming over. And he's just like, wait, you're having headaches again. I thought that you were feeling better. And he's like, Oh my God, I get it now. And, <laughs> and this is just a constant theme in the show where like, Everyone's ready for Dale to finally admit that he knows that, and or like Nancy's be like, body she language. sits down, like, "All right, let's do this." I can't, hi- I can't deny it anymore. <laughs> Just oh. say it out loud, and we'll talk about it. Right? He's <laughs> like, "I know what's going on." It's me leaving, and she's just like, her mouth just falls open, like, "What?" what? Oh, motherfucker! So yeah, he's like, "You get headaches every time I leave." Like, I'm putting two and two together. Me leaving gives you headaches. <laughs> what? No. Oh, my God. No, no. Uh, so she's just like, oh, my God. And he goes into this long. He's like, I'm so sorry. I don't deserve you. Uh, you know, like, I, I'm so sorry. I've been so selfish with conspira- <laughs> conspiracy theories and the gun club and show turtles. And <laughs> that's all my fault. And. And he like collapses into her lap and he's like, I don't deserve you. And oh my God, he's really feeling bad. He feels so guilty for <laughs> nothing that is his fault. He's a very attentive partner. And she's, what is she? She's just like, it's not all your fault. Well, I, I, I love it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me find it. Cause she said, just, yeah, she's just like, well, no, in some ways, this is. Also my fault. (laughs) Also my fault. And then she goes, I love that she goes, you are a sensitive, trusting, sweet, trusting man. (laughs) And I don't deserve you. And then he like looks up and they have this really tender moment and they start going at it again. Yeah. And they bang again. And she's just like, she's having this kind of revelation. Like, I think I'm falling in love with Dale again. Yeah. And... You see, you see Dale, he comes out and he's just like, guess who just 
fucked. And everyone's like, hey, hey, good job. Yeah. <laughs> and he's horrified. He's like, oh my God, not me. No. I did not. How dare you suggest such filth? Uh, and Dale's just like, no, it was me. Me and Nancy totally banged. And Nancy is like sitting at the table. She's about to call John Redcorn to cancel the appointment. Mm-hmm. Their, her headache appointment. And she overheals, he overhears Dale like kind of just gushing about her and just like, oh my God, we're doing so well. I think I finally love her more than my mother. <laughs> Which I never heard that until like this last rewatch. I did not hear that. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so she, <clears throat> and instead of grossing her out, she's just like, aw. <laughs> so, so she calls John Redcorn. They talk and she's like, listen, I need to cancel this appointment. I uh, have a headache. Oh, and he's like, so what? Take an aspirin. <laughs> and she's like, I, I, the thing, I just can't do this anymore. And he's just like, what the, what are you talking about? Like, you, you can't do this anymore. Do you love Dale? Like what's going on? And she's just like, I'm sorry. And just ends the relationship. She goes back out. She gets Dale. She's like, come on in. Let's hang out. Let's do it again. I'd be terrified if I was her, like, because he has so much against her. And she just ends it. Yeah, I mean, she knows. She knows he's not like that. But yeah. he could if he wanted oh. to. Oh, yeah. He could destroy her. He, uh-huh. And then she wouldn't have Dale or John Redcorn. She would have Dale. <laughs> you think so? I- if he told, if, if John Redcorn told him. I don't know. Maybe. So all this, you know, now now Dale and Nancy are ready to keep going on dates and couple dates with Hank and Peggy and it's driving Hank insane. Uh, but Peggy's like wanting to really encourage Nancy and be like, this is great. You should, you know, try and love Dale again. It will be really good for you. So they're going on dates all the time. And finally, they oh, they went they went roller skating and Dale's oh. really good at it. I love that scene. Yes. Uh, both of them are so hot. I know. It made me want to go roller skating so bad. I'm oh. telling you, it is so fucking hard. Uh, it's so hard. I used to take lessons when I was younger. <laughs> and I can like feel the muscle memory a little bit, but I'm still like arms flailing. I, I'm telling you, I did it for our friend's 30th birthday. And I thought, hell yeah, I can do this. I was good as shit. I was fast. God, it was just such a natural ability so as a child. easy. And then, like, I put on the skates and I stood up and I was like, oh, fuck. And I immediately fell down. And then I finally got the hang of it. And it was so hard. Like, physically, it was hard. Like, it, I was sweating profusely. Did it hurt your ankles? Not really. But I just... Couldn't stop sweating. Did you let a little pee out on accident a couple times? <laughs> I didn't, but I definitely had to do that thing where you run into the wall to stop yourself. Yes. Because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to stop myself. Yeah. But Dale and Nancy are just getting it. Dale's skating backwards. He's like wheezing and clapping. And they look so sexy yeah. and it's like disco-y and like... And she's got short shorts on and, and, and there's like lights and mm-hmm. disco ball and hot like disco music. They look so sexy. Yeah. Roller skating. Roller skating. So obviously they go home and they bang. Right. And we see them, they're laying in bed together and Dale gets up to like, you know, go to the bathroom or something, get a smoke. So I don't know. And when, as he like leaves, as he walks away... We see John Redcorn's head like pop in the window oh my and God, yeah. 
he like hides for a second. Dale leaves. He comes in and he's just like, he's got like a bouquet of flowers. And he was just like, what the fuck is Dale doing in your bed? And Nancy's just like, sorry. And oh, this is where he's like, do you love him? And she's just like, I'm sorry. And all of a sudden, Dale comes out from the bathroom and he sneaks up behind John Redcord. He's freaked out. He's like, who the fuck is that? And like smashes him in the back of the head with a lamp, (laughs) knocks him out cold. John Redcorn is passed out, splayed out on the floor. So he got Hank once and he got one on John Redcorn. That's right. Finally, John Redcorn, he comes to and Nancy's just like, hey, I, I, don't worry. I'm here for you. So is Dale. <laughs> <laughs> and John Redcorn's just like, what? Oh, my God. What the fuck? And Dale's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Please don't sue. And he just gets pissed off and he takes out of the window and. This interaction makes Nancy, she feels really guilty for John Redcorn. She feels, she feels like, my God, that poor guy, he was hurt. He looked like a wounded, sexy bear on the floor. And so she calls him and she's just like, I, I want you back. You know, this was, this was, you know, a mistake. I shouldn't have done this. And he's just like, fuck this. I don't need this. He's got like an ice pack on his head. And he's like, I'm 36 and I don't need this anymore. And he hangs up on her. 36. 36. So he was like 22 when they got together? Because uh, Joseph's 13. So how old was he when Joseph was born? 22. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, okay. 14 years. So how old? I always thought she was older, but I guess she's not. No? She might not be. I guess we don't. I don't know if she was in the same grade as like Hank and them. She probably wasn't. I don't know. Something about him being 36 makes him hotter. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was always like, damn, I okay. Think in my mind, he was like in his like mid 40s. Yeah. But like, okay, yeah. He's right there. He's, He's right at our right age. Right there, yeah. I would good. have for sure tried to date him. That's good. Yeah. I would. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oi. So Dale hears, overhears Nancy, like, you know, on the phone with John Rancourt. And he's like, I feel so bad. I think I need to go over there and apologize. She's like, oh, my God, no, don't. <laughs> but he does. He goes over there to apologize, and he's just like, I know you're probably scared of me right now, John Redcorn. And he's just like, you fucking idiot. He, he, <coughs> wants, he wants to get John Redcorn and Nancy to, back together so bad. Yeah. Just thinking like a massage therapist-patient uh, relationship. Right. Well, he, and he also, he, like, he wants to apologize to him. He wants to, like, have Nancy be able to, like, get healed again. God, how crazy ironic. I know. I know. And he he's, you know, he's talking to John Redcorn and he's just like, oh, you know, you can hit me here. Use this pillow. (laughs) (laughs) And at first you think you think he's going to do it, but he's just like, it's not going to make any fucking difference. He's like, I don't have a wife. You know, I don't have the land that my family is owed, you know, that was stolen from us by the government. (laughs) Fucking Dale. He's like, you come from money. (laughs) Oh. He would have if it hadn't been stolen. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, God damn it. So this gets them into the conversation where he's like, you know, my, my family owned thousands, millions of acres of this land and it was stolen from me. And I've been trying to get information, trying to get it back. And that's when Dale's like, well, have you heard of FOIA? And they kind of come up with this plan. Like, and Dale's just like, hey, yeah, I'm willing to help you for sure. Yeah. He's like, take down the federal government? Hell yeah, I'm in on it. Let's I know, do this. I know a lot of weird information, ins and outs of the government, because I have a lot of free time and, and I'm an obsessive. <laughs> and I will gladly help you with this. Right. The least I can do. The least I can do. Exactly. So now the roles have reversed. 
where Dale is sneaking off to John Redcorns and saying, oh, you know, I, I was at the gun club and Nancy's the Dale. Nancy's the Dale. And there comes a point where they're on another fucking couple's date or they're supposed to be. And Dale forgets because he was at John Redcorns helping him with this, you know, trying to get some land. I know. And it's so sad because uh, they're on, I think, what looks like a very cute swan boat mm-hmm. date, mm-hmm. which I've never done one of those. Have you? Oh, no. Uh-uh. I've, I never have either. I don't even, I've never even seen them. I always thought that it was like kind of obnoxious that you need two people. Yeah. Uh, but I love a boat in the shape of a swan. But- there, it's Hank and Peggy in one, and then Nancy just went out by herself in one. <laughs> yeah, she, instead she of gave just it a waiting. Try. Yeah, <laughs> but you can only go in circles. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Nancy's getting pissed. She's like, you know what? This is exactly why I needed two men because one of them was always letting me down. <laughs> hey, valid point. Valid point. We in also this situation. We also get a good Woody Allen dig, where she's where Peg or Nancy. Says something like, or, or Peggy goes, well, you know what they say, uh, three's, three's a crowd or three's, com- you know, whatever. Three's company, too. <laughs> so somebody once said, three's a crowd. And Nancy's like, yeah, well, I heard another one. The heart wants what the heart wants. Woody Allen. And Peggy's just like, Nancy, he married his daughter. Yes. <laughs> Which is, yes. Yes. Fuck that guy. And did way worse than that. Oh, so much worse. So... Nancy's just like, fuck this. I'm going to go get uh, John Redcorn back. I'm pissed off. Dale's, I'm done with Dale. Whatever. So she goes to John Redcorn's. And who's there? Dale. <sighs> Escandalo. And it is this whole thing. And he, she's just like, what are you doing here? And he's like, uh, the Christian uh, science place had. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got to say this because it made me laugh really hard. Okay. <laughs> Dang Christian scientists gave me a headache and then they wouldn't give me an aspirin. Just a magazine. <laughs> oh shit so so now he's saying oh i've got a headache and and he said well what are you doing here and she says oh i've got a big old migraine too just hit me like a bag of dicks and 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 dale's just like well wait what they're back he's like oh my god the date I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. This is me being a selfish asshole again. I can't believe it. And she's like, yep, that's right. It's because of you. And he finally, he's just, he like turns to John Redcorn. He's like, listen, will you please just, I I can't be responsible for 15 years of patient healer relationship going down the drain. Will you please heal my wife? And John Redcorn just stands there. He's just like, no. I know. I know it. And, and Dale's like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you bastard. And, and John Ranker, he's like, no, you've become a true friend to me, Dale. I, I cannot ethically keep doing this. I cannot keep uh, healing your, your wife, wife because you're my friend now. <laughs> yeah. That would be a whole new level of fucked up. Which you cannot be friends with someone after all of that happened. I'm sorry. Without telling them you certain, uh, and letting them forgive you. He can't, well, he can't bang Nancy now and not tell him. Absolutely. But you also, you are not true friends. You are not true friends at this point. Right? Wouldn't you agree with that? I don't know. I don't know their situation. It's the, I'd have to be in it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you could think like, all right, maybe I dated, had a full relationship with his wife and had a child with her. Uh, and then doesn't, and then the thing is, is they could be friends, true friends. If John Redcorn had been like, listen, this is what had happened. This is our history. And Dale was like, I forgive you. Then they could be friends. But not with him still being like, mm, I'm going to keep it inside that I that I had a full relationship with your wife. The way the dynamic is, the way John Redcorn is so woven into this like entire neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then how it would affect not just Nancy probably killed Dale, but also how it would affect Joseph. I I agree with him not saying anything, but I yes. also feel like they could have a friendship, a limited one. Yes. But I, I could see that being a, 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 th- a thing. I agree with you. I think, yes. A very I, special circumstance. I don't think that he could tell Dale. But when I mean like they can't be friends, they, they will not have a true friendship. That's not a true friendship. There's always this extra piece to it. I don't know. Dale is a weird one, though. He is? I feel like if you want to be friends, you're going to have to keep some secrets from him. <laughs> There's a difference from, like, keeping some secrets that might hurt someone as opposed to, like, fucking their wife for 15 years. Listen, in any other scenario, I don't see that being a thing or working. But in this, only this scenario, I'm just like, this is the only way this can work. I, I agree, but I'm saying like it's not a it's not a deep true friendship. It just can't be. Well, we can't know. <laughs> We're not them. <laughs> I don't agree to disagree on that. I don't then. know why I'm even arguing this. <laughs> <laughs> I just love their friendship so much. I'm like, it's kind Have of you been a- fucking my husband this whole time, Jackie. <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> I just think that you can still be friends with someone. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I got to end this. I got to end this. Okay. So anyway, John Redcord's like, no, I will not heal your wife anymore because you're a true friend to me. And let's just leave it at that. And he gives like this really lovely speech to Dale. And Dale just laughs at him. (laughs) He's such a dickhead. He just is like, he's just like, oh, sorry. He does not understand the significance of anything that's happening. He doesn't. He doesn't. And it ends with. Nancy and Dale leaving John Redcorn's hand in hand together and Dale saying that he thinks that John Redcorn is gay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. And that's the episode. Oh, good. Well done. Woo. That was a biggity, 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 biggity. That was great. I'm sorry if I interrupted a lot, but no, 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 I was no. just so excited. This is, it's a, this is one of those episodes that you gotta, you gotta interrupt. You gotta get it out. There's so much going on. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, tell me. Okay. Tell me what you've got, because I have a fuckload. And I did say a couple, but. Okay. So I have a few quotes. I don't have too many notes. I Again, I watched this like in the shower, so (laughs) I, I didn't get the chance to take too many notes. But, well, my first quote is by Dale when they're at the restaurant, and you kind of touched on it, but Nancy, I think, is going to find a payphone to call John Redcorn, but she's walking away from Dale. And he says, boy, her can looks so sexy when she's walking away. It's almost a shame she's going to turn around and come back. (laughs) I thought 
that was such a good line. I know. I can't, again, I can't get over his beret. I mean, what? Yeah. What a fashion choice. Yeah. Style. Yeah. Because he could, you know, obviously he's going to wear a hat. He has to wear a hat. But he could have just worn his trucker hat, his Mac hat. Yeah. But he was like, no, this is a, this is a fancy restaurant. Yeah. I'm going to really impress my lady. I know. Very classy. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, I can't remember where this is from. I think it's maybe when they're dancing and Dale kind of sniffs and he says, uh, boy, you smell good. And Nancy (laughs) says, thank you. I like your tie. And Dale says, found it on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's this one quote where uh, it's uh, when Hank and Peggy are talking about one of their dates and Hank's like, Dale thought we wanted to swing, and Peggy's like, swing? Absolutely not. You get Nancy, and I end up with Dale? Who's the clear winner there? Dale. (laughs) God, and I love Hank's face. He has this look of, like, just incredulous disbelief. Like, he's shocked that Peggy wasn't first just like, ew, swing? I'm so not into that. She just immediately goes into like, wait a second, who who gets the better deal here? <laughs> it's Dale. It's Dale. And then also he's like, are you insane? Obviously Nancy is the one that's the honest one. I mean, <laughs> his look is just like complete shock. I know. <laughs> I love Hank. When they're uh, on their roller skating date, I love Hank roller skating. I know. I understand that, Hank. I I was almost eating shit the whole time, too. He's just holding onto the wall, and he looks miserable, but just the fact that he was willing to go to a yeah. roller skating rink and put roller skates on. Right. Instead of just being like, no, no, I'll watch. You guys yeah. go have fun. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, um, I don't know why he would even bother to go roller skating, to go see a magician, all the things he hates so much. <laughs> He's up for it. Yeah. But he will complain. I like... When uh, Nancy is trying to get John Redcorn back, and I think maybe she's, I can't remember if she's at his mobile home or what, but she uh, she's, you know, just kind of pleading and she's just like, I made a mistake. I had it all and I threw half of it away. <laughs> all I want is it all again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she wants That's is it. all of it. It all. I just want you to suffer again. I just want all of it. That's <laughs> it. Please. Oh, God. Oh, that's all I want, too. I know. It's same. And then the last note I made was um, I love at the end. I think it's maybe during the credits. We see John Redcorn studying all these government documents that he has gained access to, mm-hmm. thanks to Dale. Mm-hmm. And he's just wearing little reading glasses. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love uh, that they just throw some glasses on him to kind of show that he's really focused and researching. Yes. I love that. Mm. So even though he's only 36 and he doesn't need old lady glasses <laughs> like that, but it's really, it just, I don't know. I love John Redcorn in this episode. Yes. I love his friendship. I mean, I've loved like the the dynamic between the three of them, Dale, John mm-hmm. Redcorn and Nancy. And I love it even more now. I love I love the I mean, like at the end when Dale was just like, I need you to start massaging my wife again. Mm-hmm. I thought, OK, this is just how it's going to end. So everything goes right back to normal. And and I was OK with that. Right. And then. Dale, uh, John Redcorn's like, no, I can't. 
I can't heal your wife because you're my friend now and I can't do that. And it just made me love this whole dynamic even more. I know. And and imagine how difficult that must have been. 14, 15 years of a relationship to just be like, you have this beautiful opportunity to get right back into it. Yeah. And you're just like, no. Yeah. I, I mean, can't. It's not right. I would never. I'd be like, great. <laughs> I will be doing that all over again. To go back to my partner and my son. Right. Who I'd love to. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. But he. it sounds like he's been questioning it, you yeah. know? Like, uh, he doesn't want to just po- like live this fake yes. life of being like a single healer. Right. He wants more than that. Right, exactly. But I also like that he's kind of showing a little bit of respect for Dale and, mm-hmm. and the relationship that they've. The friendship they formed. The yes. mi- very minor friendship they formed. Yes. So, <laughs> very, I, I agree. It's very limited. Even if he hadn't slept with Nancy, I don't know that they could ever be good, good friends. Yeah. But I love this whole dynamic. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I had. Okay. Good. Also, okay, before I get into mine, I do want to mention, there is, I think sometime last year, a song and a music video came out. And it's by Sir. And it's called John Redcorn. And that song, first of all, is beautiful. It's such a good song. I've, I mean, it's heavy rotation in my playlist just because the song is really good. But the music video is also so good. It's all done in the style of King of the Hill animation. And it's called John Redcorn because the song is about somebody feeling, he is the quote unquote side piece. He's the side guy. And he's just like questioning. He's like, why am I like trying so hard to get you to be mine when you have it all? You've got a husband, you go home, you don't have to worry about it. And I go home alone. True. And it is such a good song again, but music video too. And just really well done. Definitely go watch it if you haven't seen it because it's really good. And I know people have sent it to us. And I I mean, I saw it, of course, right when it came out because a bunch of people sent it to us. And I was like, fuck, I am so glad this is a really good song because this music video is awesome. But the the song is really good. And the music video kind of centers around this episode, Nancy Boys. So a lot of the same things like John Redcord sitting in bed, reading a book while the voice, like the phone goes to voicemail when Nancy tries to call oh him originally. Oh my God, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. And Jesus. Yes. So there's a lot of the same imagery things there uh, from this episode. So it's excellent. Ah, uh, maybe we could play a little bit of it at the end. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'm down with that. It's yeah. so good. It's so, just go, go watch it. Go watch it. Okay. All right, so anyway, let me get into mine. Okay, so I'm going to do them quick. Of course, classic Hank, they're at That's Amore, and Peggy's just like, Hank, would you like to dance? And he says, nah, no thanks. I'm on my feet all day. I know. Oh, Hank, get up and dance with Peggy. Do your two-step that I know you do. No, no, <laughs> no, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm That's on my like, feet all day. Oh, God damn it, no. Um... Peggy says to Nancy, this is your chance to give up the excitement of an affair and have a normal life with your husband. (laughs) You're not selling this, Peggy. You are not selling monogamy (laughs) to Nancy with that. Uh, I love, and I meant to say this to you earlier, Jackie, but whatever. (laughs) No, this is, Dale says to Nancy, like, are you sure you're not an alien? Because you've just abducted my heart. (laughs) 
Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I like the little part where Bill is like begging Hank to wear his glasses. I don't know why it's so fun for people to wear other their friends' glasses. Because I've done that. I've been like, let me wear your glasses. I want to see how bad your eyesight is. Because those of us that don't wear glasses always have wanted yes. to. Yes. I don't care how many times you all are just like, no, it stinks. I wish my eyes weren't. It's still cool. I know. I've definitely tried to throw some eye exams in elementary school. I... I literally purposefully failed mine in kindergarten and my mom had to take me to the optometrist and they were like, her eyes are perfectly fine. And she was so mad at me. <laughs> what can you do? You're just trying your best. I wanted them. They looked really cool. So, of course. So yeah. what I've done is I bought blue blocking light, blue light blocking sunglasses so I can wear them at work. And my excuse is that my eyes are straining looking at my computer. They're not, but I just wanted to wear them and they look really cute. Awesome. So anyway, I'm getting them now too. Yes, you should. And they have special glasses you can wear at night that are supposed to help you see better. Perfect. But, I mean, like who can like no one's seeing you in the car, but <laughs> but I'm looking at myself in the in the rear view all the time. But I'm just I, that's what that's partly why I did it. I always wanted to try on everyone gla- everyone else's glasses to just be like, do I look cute? <laughs> to see what it feels like, but also to be like, wow, this is your world. This is fucked up. <laughs> I know. This is crazy, Dad. Um, But in that same scene, that's when uh, Nancy has come up to Hank and all them. And she's just like, have you seen Dale? We were supposed to, you know, whatever. And Hank's just like, oh, wow. I hope he's not dead. Otherwise, we'd have to cancel our couple's date at the lake. (laughs) And and then Dale pulls up and he's just like, damn. (laughs) I hope he's not dead. And he's fully fully hoping Dale is dead. (laughs) <laughs> what a thing to say I know <laughs> I put one that just said God John Redcorn is so hot <laughs> I think it's probably When he's standing in his boxer briefs Which are always hot And he's just towering over Dale And he's huge compared to him The boxer briefs are the tight ones right Yeah Yes That's the only way to go It's the only way Very hot I assume I don't have to wear them under clothes True I don't know what it is True True Alright and then Here's my last one when uh, Dale is trying to convince John Redcorn to heal Nancy again, he goes, 15 years of patient healer relations and I shatter it like so much lamp on scalp. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I can't, I can't fix that lamp. I tried and I got a really bad shock. <laughs> <laughs> like 15 years of lamp on scalp. I know. I shatter it like so much lamp on scalp. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much, that's all I've got. So. Do we have a listener comment song? You know, we don't have a listener comment song, but because it's so fucking good, this is going to be our listener comment song. I like them square hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) I like them square hamburgers. That's so good. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. All right, let's do it. Thank you, whoever you are. Thank Thank you. you. That was... Let us know who you are and call again, please. Tickled me pink. Okay. (laughs) Tickled me pink. (laughs) Tickled me... And me brown. (laughs) Damn it, you got there before me. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be fast, gotta be fast. All right. Our first listener comment by the one and only underscore Robin says, look up John Redcorn by Sir on YouTube. 
That's right, and Zach Valentine 17 right underneath. Y'all probably seen it, but the song John Redcorn by Sir has a music video based on this episode. Ooh. Let's see, somebody said they sent us DMs about it. Give me one second. Okay, so some tribe sent us a DM. Says, I love Nancy Boys. The more I've watched King of the Hill, the more the emotionally resonant episodes really stick with me. Even though this episode has a bunch of funny moments, Hank letting Bill wear his glasses. (laughs) What really stays with me is the goodbye between Nancy and John Redcorn. Even though Nancy and John Redcorn are in the wrong morally, I really feel for them in the end of this episode. They've been together for about 15 years in an unsustainable relationship, and they both know it's time to end it. For me, it's the wistfulness of feeling something so powerful, but knowing they won't ever get it back. Again, totally wrong morally. I've never cheated on or with someone, but that longing look they give each other hits me. Oh, yeah, for sure. You put it. Who was that? Some tribe. That perfect. I mean, truly, it it is just we should they they should be the bad guys, right? right? Like on paper. But but you feel bad for them. You're rooting for them. This is a massive relationship that's ending yeah from complex like the magazine nancy you know my position on monogamy i am in favor of it (laughs) that was one of my trivia questions (laughs) what's what's peggy's position on monogamy Monogamy. (laughs) soul on wax says (laughs) self-taught delarius says fan theory john redcorn and dale made sweet man love in that trailer that afternoon I wish. I wish, too. They'll never be that close. <laughs> no Mio Mio says, guess who just had sex with his wife? And Boom Howard, man, all right, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.jello underscore underscore says, you and Connie? <laughs> what on earth would we talk about? <laughs> Peggy looks so smug and Bobby looks mad. Uh, so, so mean. <laughs> when they're just trying to figure out who they're going to take on yeah. their double date and... <laughs> What Bobby's like, what about me and Connie? And Peggy's just like, what would we talk about? I love this. Okay, five underscore star dot man says, Dale Dale really has the sexiest slash most romantic mind of all the guys. Shame about the rest of him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? That's exactly my complicated relationship with Dale in this episode. Yeah. I'm like, damn, he is charming. He is good. Yeah. But everything else. This popped up from uh, Nomio Mio, left a lot of comments, but I'll read her last comment <laughs> first. At least it says, uh, okay, that's enough comments from me. I'm off to get my bad self some quote unquote healing. And then there's a picture of an eggplant next to it. <laughs> nice. Oh, another quote by Nomio Mio. What was he doing in your bed? Tell me he had a nightmare. <laughs> when John Redcorn finds Dale in yes, bed with yes, Nancy. Tell me he had a nightmare. Uh, okay, box office poison. Where are my smokes? I think they're in the shower, caddy. <laughs> yeah, look, I love a shower beer or a shower wine, so I guess a shower smoke. Can, if you can manage <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. good luck. All right, here's my last one. Nevada.Nebraska, you didn't beat me up. You snuck up behind me with a lamp. <laughs> Okay, I have two. Uh, one is by a few different people. We have Lil.Nosh.X. Cool name. Mm-hmm. Lil Nosh X. Mm-hmm. We have BP Bear and Nomio Mio. Those are the ones I saw. I might have missed someone. They say, Nancy, he married his daughter. <laughs> 
And then my last one is by Horrible People's Podcast. And it says, absolutely one of the best episodes of the series and adds a lot of depth to the Gribble clan. Yep. And I really, I really agree with that. I do too. I, I'm excited to know more. It makes me want to know more about them. I agree. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. Very good listener comments, everybody. One more by Nurse and Embers. You smell good. <laughs> okay. Very good listener comments, everyone. <laughs> Jackie, we, we have to end this. I'm sorry. One more by Chantella underscore Miller. Buckley is the best because he comes back as an angel and says, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What? That caught me off guard. That is a good one. That's a good one to end it on. Okay. (laughs) Trivia! Trivia. All right, hurry, hurry, hurry. (laughs) I want to eat some barbecue. I know. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. When Hank is doing something to the propane tank at Thatsamori, we see an up-close shot of some sort of pressure gauge. What pressure is that gauge needle at? You turd. (laughs) Um, 60 PSI. 10. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Overshot it. All right, here we go. What type of mattress does Dale think that Nancy has? Serta, Sealy, Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> You're way off. Simmons. Ah! <laughs> uh, let's see. I think that actually might have been my last one because, yep, that was my last one because somebody ruined my Peggy, Peggy one. one. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I have two. Mm-hmm. First one, Amy. Yup. How many times did Dale vomit during intercourse with Nancy? This once. (laughs) (laughs) Just one time. Yeah, I was trying to think about because of the cruise, it was implied that it was more than once. More than once, yeah. (laughs) Very good. Thank you. All right, Amy. Yes. The Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA gives any citizen the right to request access to federal agency records or information. Mm -hmm. What year was it enacted? Nineteen (laughs) ninety-four. I would have guessed that too. Nineteen sixty-six. Oh, I was way off. Hey. I almost said 1996. I was thinking the 90s. Of course, I was too. I feel like that's when I heard all about it. Yeah. But of course, I wasn't alive before then. So, I mean, <laughs> right, right. I mean, at least not aware to hear anything about FOIA. Right. So there you have it. That That's trivia. That's trivia. That's trivia for you. <laughs> she always, she's always there. You never know. You never know. Sometimes and sometimes not. <laughs> All right, everybody. Ooh. That's right. It's time to end this episode. All right, everyone. Go heal yourself. Go heal yourself. And until next time. Until next time. Via con Dios.
that I give a fuck. Pressing my mind, I don't wanna pick up. We know enough will never be enough. I play out the cash, she keep calling my glove. Baby, diving deeper and deeper. She don't believe me when I tell her that I need her. Guess I should've stayed where I belong. Cause once you make it back to your happy home, I'm alone. Oh, no. Please let that be on audio. <laughs> oh, no.